0: Did you know you have the power to change your life? It all depends on your beliefs. If you have limiting beliefs, you limit yourself. I'm Becky Beach, and I'm here to help you overcome your limiting beliefs so you can design your dream life. This is The Becky Beach Show. Welcome to the Becky Beach Show. I'm Becky Beach. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to build rapport with your audience. The reason you want to build rapport with your audience is because when someone likes you, they tend to trust you. And when they trust you, they'll part with their money. So it's really important that you build rapport. There are three main types of people. There's visual, auditory, and kinesthetic. And if they're kinesthetic, they process how they feel. So they tend to talk a lot slower. And there's people that are auditory, and they process how they hear and they talk at a moderate pace. There's also people that are visual, so they process what they see. So if you incorporate those types of people in your messaging, then you'll be really successful. For instance, if you're emailing somebody, like emailing your list, you would say, how does this make you hear, feel and see? you know, you say that, you know, and, and then you'll get people to respond back with you that are different, you know, with whether they're kinesthetic, auditory or visual. And you'll be able to see, you know, what or, or he because I'm I'm, I'm um, visual. So I always say I how, how you will be able to see that's why I say, but if someone's kinesthetic, they'll usually use words like feel and if someone's auditory, they usually, like use hear when they talk like I, I hear that that's really a great idea. Or, or I feel that's a great idea if they're kinesthetic, or I, I see that's a that's a really great idea. So if you're you're visual, so that so I'm a visual person, so I tend to talk really fast, and sometimes I have trouble keeping up with my mouth, and that makes me stutter. So the way I've overcome stuttering is I'll put an O before I speak, and so sometimes I'll say my name's O Becky, you know, because because um, if I say B B Becky when I stutter, then they will come out looking really or look real embarrassed. So usually we'll say O Becky, and one time somebody said, Oh, your name's O Becky. That, and I was um, getting my nails done and I look at this lady. I think she was beating amazing. and she said oh your name's old Becky and I said no no it's Becky because I say oh like I gotta give her the whole story but that's just um, how I overcame my stuttering because I'm a very visual person and I think in images it makes me speak really really fast and if you you, you may be auditory or kinesthetic and if you're auditory you speak you know kind of a moderate pace you don't speak very fast kind of in between and you uh, you, you have to process how you're hearing something And listening to something. If you're kinesthetic, you you tend to talk even slower. You tend to process how you feel. So it takes a lot longer for you to get your thoughts out because you're trying to think about how you feel about about, what what you're hearing. So those are the three main ways to talk to people. And you should also build rapport by catering to those people. So if you're um, trying to sell to somebody that's visual, you should, you know, use words like 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 see, you know, like that. And if you're trying to, you know, sell to someone that's auditory, you would say, well, how do you, how does that sound, you know, like how, how do you hear about what I'm saying? And then if you're trying to sell to someone that's kinesthetic, you, know, well, how does that make you feel? Like, how does it make you, how does that make you feel about what I'm selling? So that that's how you would um, talk to those those different people. And, and also, you should also mirror people. Like if you're in like a, an, a like an interview, like face to face, because I, I would do really well in my job interviews. It was because. I, I was always, you know, mirroring the people I was talking to. Like, I wasn't, you know, directly copying exactly what they were doing. Like, if they crossed their arms, like, I would cross my arms. Like, if I wait a while, and then I would cross my arms. Or if they're crossing their legs, like, I would wait a bunch, and then I would cross my legs. But I wasn't doing it as soon as they were, like, like they were looking in a funhouse mirror. I was just doing it, you know, after a walk. So I read this book on, um, on interviewing, like, a lot of interview books, and a lot of them told me, that I should, you know, mirror body language to make people like you. Because, you know, people like people that uh, they're like themselves. You know, it's just human nature because people like to be around other people that are like themselves. It makes a lot of sense. It's not being selfish or anything. That's just how people are, you know, because people just feel more comfortable when they're around you. other people like themselves. And they feel comfortable with, you know, so that, that, that's the reason why. So if you, you know, kind of gravitate yourself, you know, to those, to those different people, you know, and, and kind of act like they do, and talk like they do, then they're going to like you, especially if you're like during even a, during a Zoom call, and you're trying to, you know, talk to a client to close them on a sale. Then what you do is you would, you know, mirror their, their speech, like if they're talking really fast, and like you try to talk faster, and then you use words like C, because they're 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 usually will be visual. And if you're trying to sell to someone that's auditory, you should talk at a moderate pace, you just match them where they are. And you should start speaking in a moderate pace as well and if you're talking to someone that's speaking really really slow and it's really it's, it's, it's taking a long time to get their thoughts and feelings out it's because they're kinesthetic so you should also use words like how, how do you feel about that you know because then they they'll more likely like you because you're using words and you're meeting them where they are and you're uh, and you're just you know making them feel more comfortable so like I'll tell you some stories like I went on this job interview and it was for this healthcare company, and I really wanted the job because they had really great benefits. Like, one of the benefits was being able to go on vacation for a whole month, you know, like a whole month off. Like, that was one of the perks. And you could also just come in whenever you wanted to. Like, you could just work from home, too. It was really flexible, so I really wanted the job. So, I came in there, and the boss came in the room. Like, first, the secretary brought me into the room. And then when the boss came in, I stood up because standing up shows respect. Like you should always stand up when someone enters a room, no matter if you're a woman or a man. Like if someone enters a room, you should stand up to show respect and then you should go over to them and shake their hand like firmly. So I did that and then I sat down and I faced them. I turned my body towards them to show my interest because when you do that, when you turn your body towards somebody else, that makes them like you as well because it shows respect. It means you're interested in what they have to say. You should also kind of lean in close to them, like like super close where you're like meeting them right in front of their face, especially, you know, it's good to social distance because these are the times of COVID. So but you should just just like kind of just lean in a little bit to show your interest because that just that your body language portrays that you're interested in what that person has to say. And you think that person, you know, is important and, and they also feel important, too, that they're being listened to. Like, you don't just back away and, and kind of look, just look off, you know, like, uh, because then they're going to think you're not interested in them and, and they'll reflect negatively upon you. So what I did was I kind of leaned in a little bit and they crossed their legs. So I kind of waited a bit and then I crossed my legs. It was this really nice, nice guy who was the director of ux design because i was a ux designer for 20 years at various companies so i would i uh, would go to, to these different jobs and I, I could only stay at a job like two years and i'll be let go it was like like a really volatile workplace you know and um and job because it was just difficult to stay at one job because they would put me on different projects and then i would end up having to leave the project you know so that's just, just what what happened at these various jobs so anyway this this boss you know that i was going to be uh, interviewing with like he seemed really kind and and I would like I, I crossed my legs when he did, and then when he um started, he he would he was kind of, I think he would, might have been like Italian because he was talking with his hands like super fast. You know, I'm not saying that all Italians talk a lot with their hands, but he but he was I think he was Italian because his last name sounded Italian, and he he would just talk with his hands like really, he would just like really talk a lot with his hands. And 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 I was like, gosh, I wonder if I should do that too. So then I kind of waited a bit, and then I started talking with my hands, and then he smiled because I think he liked that and then um then he he was like a he was de- definitely auditory because he talked in a moderate pace and used a lot of words words like uh, like um like hear you know and listen and stuff like that so i st- i started using those words too like hear and listen and then i i started you know lowering my my uh, my tone of speech cuz he his voice wasn't very loud cuz i have a very loud voice and i tend to speak really really fast especially when i'm excited and sometimes i'll end up stuttering because my mouth can't keep up with my mind because my mind thinks in pictures. So I started speaking, you know, kind of moderate tone, you know, and um, lowered my voice and I um and I used words like 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 listen, you know, and hear just like he did. And and I ended up getting the job, like he ended up hiring me on the spot. And it was a pretty good job. It lasted like like about a year, and then he ended up leaving because it te- it was actually a, a toxic work environment. Like, I know at the time, but it was very toxic. Like, there was an upper manager that was, that was just really demanding and he wanted all the developers to have their work as ASAP, you know, like he was really, he didn't really give me, give people, you know, time to actually finish a project, you know, in quality. So he wanted like quantity over quality. So it just wasn't a good work environment. So, so I ended up not staying there very long, but still I used my skills doing body language and, um, and building rapport to get get jobs, you can do the same thing with your clients. Like if you're at a Zoom call and you're speaking with this client, you know first you should watch them, and then especially watch their eyes because if they're very visual, they'll tend to look up when they're processing information. Like they'll look up because they're they're looking up in their in their head, you know, trying to remember images because that's how they process their, their their thoughts is with images. So they'll use a lot of words like say. And then somebody that's auditory, they'll tend to look from side to side because if you ever looked at President Obama while he's speaking, like he's definitely in an auditory because he always looks um, side to side, like left to right, when he's speaking because he's trying to determine, you know, how, how he's hearing, how he, how he, listen, um, what, how what he's listened to in the past, you know, about a subject. That's how he processes his, his, um, his speech, his speech patterns, you know. And definitely somebody that's um, kinesthetic, they usually will look down when they're talking because they're trying to determine how they're feeling. So watch their eyes when you're on a call with somebody or on a Zoom call. They'll tend to look, look up, and again, look up if they're visual, look side to side if they're auditory, and look down if they're kinesthetic. It's not that they're they're not trying to meet your gaze. It's just someone that's kinesthetic, they talk very slow, and they're looking down because they're trying to determine how they're feeling about something. Because they they um that they work in feelings. So don't don't think those people are are like less smart than you just because they talk slower. They're very, very smart people. It's just that's how they process their feelings, like they're their, uh, that, that's how they process their thoughts because they they think in feelings, you know. So that that's the why. So that so then you should also use words like, "How do you how do you feel about this? How do you feel about my program? Do you want to join my program? Like, how do you feel about it?" And if somebody you know is auditory, go go. How does that sound? How does my program sound to you? And if someone's visual, will say, "Well, what else do I need to show you? Do you need to see anything else about my program?" Like you should use words like that. So it's really simple and it helps you build rapport with your audience. And if you're trying to email somebody or, um, I mean, send an email out to your list or even write a sales page, you should, you know, ask, like, how does that, you know, how, how does that sound? How does, how do, why do you feel about that? Can I show you anything else like in your messaging? Because that would um, cover everybody that, that's like l- looking at your email and your sales page. You should definitely have a lot of visuals on your sales page. Like that's what I do for my sales pages. I'll put a lot of images and videos. Those are the people that are, um, that, that are um, visual and the people that are auditory can listen to the videos. And that's why I have a podcast too, because that way I can get, get people that are more auditory that, that like to, um, listen. And I also put my podcast on YouTube because that way I can get people that are visual, and so that that's like a way. And then if you're trying to get get people that are um, that are kinesthetic, you say, "How does that? How do you feel about that?" Like you write that, you're messaging too. So in all those all those things you could do, all those words, you know, again, it's um, it's how do you uh, how does that sound? How do you feel about that? Can I show you anything else? Because that way you would um you would get gravitate towards all those people that are they're different, you know. They have different thought patterns like visual, kinesthetic, or auditory. So you should cover all those people. And then you're more likely to get a sale, especially in your sales pages or your email. Because it could be hard because you don't know who's reading your email. It could be someone auditory. could be someone kinesthetic. Or it could be someone visual. You just don't know who's reading your email. So if you cover all your bases and your messaging, you're more likely to, to get a customer. And you, and you should also maybe hop on a Zoom call. Like, you should do that, too. Like, at the end of your... To close, it's always real good to close with a Zoom call. Like say you have a high ticket program. It's like a thousand dollars a month, you know, or a $500 a month, like a high, high ticket price. And you, and you, these people need to uh, hear some more from you or see some more or, or be, or be shown other things or, or they need to determine how they feel about what you're saying. You should like say, well, maybe we can hop on a Zoom call, you know, so you can learn more about my program. And then you can watch their eyes because, again, if they're looking up, they're visual. If they're looking side to side, they're auditory. Or if they're looking down, they're kinesthetic. So then you should use words appropriate. So, again, the kinesthetic words would be, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about my program? Auditory, you go, does this sound good to you? Does my program sound like a good fit for you? And if they're visual, you say, can I show you anything else about my program? Maybe I could show you. Like uh, like how it how it looks like you, you can open up your your membership for instance like if you have a membership you know saved on it like a a, a, a course platform like Kajabi or ThriveCart Learn or Thinkific or um or Teachable because maybe I can show you a screenshot of how how my um my program looks you can do that too so it's definitely you know gr- a great idea to cover all your bases so you can uh, build a rapport with different people so I really hope that this podcast helped you today and if you have any questions you can always email me at beck at mombeach.com, and I'll answer your question if you have anything else. And I also have a membership where I teach, teach my members really cool sales, sales stuff, too. And marketing, it's, uh, it's at plrbeach.com forward slash membership, and I'll have a link in the show notes all about my membership and how you can join it. It's a really awesome membership. There's so many like really nice group members in it, and I have two memberships. One membership is called the, the PLR Medic Pack, and, and then with that, you, you get like a, a PLR product or commercially use printable product each month. You also get access to all my courses. I have various courses that I've created in the past for the membership. You get a- access to all those courses. And if you join the Printable Sellers Bootcamp, you get access to group coaching. So we have like group coaching sessions every week on Wednesday at 11 Central Time. And we also have a co-working session at 3 o'clock Central Time. So during the co-working session, you just bring your work in and get help or just chit chat. And the calls are recorded, so that way if you miss uh, like one of the coaching calls, you can review it later. And I, have, I use Thrivecart Learn to host all the calls, so you can just go to your your Thrivecart Learn account and review the calls if you get a chance. So I really hope you'll check out my my coaching program. You can also do one-on-one coaching with me as well. I'll have all the links in the show notes. The show notes, again, are mombeach.com forward slash podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Have a great day. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to the Becky Beach Show. Please go to mombeach.com forward slash podcast to learn more about my podcast and for show notes. If you want a 2022 free printable goal planner, please go to mombeach.com forward slash subscribe. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Have a great day. Goodbye.